0: Hello world. It is your host and I'm currently on my deathbed. <laughs> I don't have covid, rest assured. However, I did get my covid booster yesterday and um yeah, needless to say, <laughs> it knocked me on my fucking ass. I cannot breathe and I'm just dying. Um I have not eaten anything. Although I will say my water intake has increased substantially in the past 24 hours. Which, if you know me, that's saying a lot considering my go-to drink is um, a nice cold Coke or Dr. Peppy, or a lemonade or just anything other than water. So, for me to say that I have been drinking nonstop water. That's that's saying a lot. That just shows you how bad of fucking shape I'm in. And fingers fucking crossed that this goes away by tomorrow because I cannot live life like this. I don't know if this happens to other people, but I never get sick. So when I do, it's always like ten times worse, which is very, very frustrating. And I also have a really shitty immune system, so when I do get sick, it just completely destroys my lungs, and they're already destroyed. So, yeah, I'm I'm not sure how to go on living. I'm just not. Um, updates maybe next week unless I'm dead. So yeah, tune in for that. Anyways. I also forgot to record last week. Well, was that out of, was that out of pure laziness? Um, yes, I believe so. I just did not want to put the effort in. And that really goes against everything I'm trying to do with this podcast because I'm trying to be consistent and record every Thursday. So deepest apologies to my crowd of five. However, I'm hoping to get back on a schedule, on a routine, I just need to really fucking force myself to do it. And it shouldn't be hard, because I have a lot to say. I also promised a guest this week, and I lied, yet again. Are we surprised? I think we shouldn't be, if you are. Um, I'm currently recording this at 9pm, so who am I gonna call on a fucking Thursday? Or Wednesday? I'm sorry, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. Who am I gonna call? okay? I promise there will be some new and exciting ones. It's just, I just don't know when yet, okay? This is part of me getting on a schedule, so I promise they will be here at some point. I'm just not going to tell you when at this point, because clearly I'm making open-ended promises that are not boding well for any of us. So, my deepest, solemnest is a word? My deepest, solemn apologies to you, and I will get better, or at least I'll try anyways, I thought for today's topic, which is ironic, um, and I'll explain why, I thought it should be around therapy, just getting help in general. Now, this may not be a lot of your fun subject, funny Isabel content you're looking for. Maybe I'll throw in a joke in there. You you never know. Um, and it's ironic because I actually canceled my therapy appointment tomorrow. But, to be fair, it's also because I feel like literal shit, and I don't think I can drive right now. I wouldn't. I don't think I would advise anyone to drive in the condition that I am currently in, and the outdoor conditions are also telling me no, because I guess it's apparently really icy. I don't know, I literally haven't left my house today, so there's that. Anyways let's get into today's content because I think maybe it'll be relatable. Maybe it'll encourage you. Maybe it'll just make you laugh at me. Either way, you're listening and that's what matters. So, yeah, let's get into it. Also, I don't know if anyone realizes this, but it is so painful listening back to my recordings because I literally breathe in so deeply. Like, every sentence, I'm like. and maybe that's a true example of how i'm feeling right now because i genuinely can't breathe i don't really know however <coughs> oh my god i'm li- i'm dying i'm dying i've decided um we all know that or maybe you don't know but now you will know i one of my majors in college was psychology and i was one of those bitches that also cuz i'm just a total know it all in general but i Really thought I knew every single thing about it, and honestly, that I didn't really would ever need it. Um, because I've always been that person, and this is, this is an inherent trait of mine. So it's not necessarily just from majoring in psych. I've always had this trait. And it's that I believe that I can fix me myself. Like, I don't need anyone's help. I don't need anyone's sympathy. I don't need anyone's pity. Um, i just don't i can normally fix all my problems alone and i prefer it that way um i don't know but many i don't know many of the best therapists that i've learned and discovered actually see a therapist themselves which i think is really admirable just because it gives you another perspective from an objective opinion and i think it makes them all the better for it Um, because at the end of the day yeah, you can probably fix things yourself, but if you need help like learning coping mechanisms, if you need someone who literally doesn't know you at all just to vent to and to talk to and to get your feelings out and maybe get help with those feelings, then, I mean, therapy could be you. Um, I will say I really delayed getting into therapy, mostly, again, because I thought I didn't need it. I'm also really lazy and just didn't want to call and make the appointment (laughs) because that's one of the true flaws of adulting is when your parents don't make appointments for you anymore, and everyone knows that. Like, it just sucks having to make appointments for yourself, and it's awkward because, again, your parents used to do it for you, so that's that's a sucky part of adulting, but I really delayed getting it, and unfortunately, I waited until, like, my anxiety was the worst of the fucking worst. Uh, a 12 on a scale of 10. Um, I literally couldn't leave my... I genuinely could not leave my house. I thought I was developing agoraphobia or something. Everything just hit me all at once, and it was really scary and really bad. Um, but finally, I went, and it was a really, really good choice for me. It's proved to be very beneficial so far, and so I'm really glad that I did eventually get into it. But it's definitely good to start early. Even if you don't have anything wrong with you, having a therapist and just someone to talk to, another, again, objective person to vent to, is extremely helpful. So, I would suggest that even if you don't have mental issues, but I I do be having mental issues. So, I, I need to get that fixed. I was like, I cannot live my life like this because I truly am not a person who's sad. And so, when I did get the anxiety that, the type of anxiety that I had last year, I was like, oh my god, like, this is life-altering. I literally don't feel like myself and I'm uncomfortable with it and I just don't know how I'm going to move forward with it. So, I needed a therapist to just help me with my coping mechanisms because they were ass, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I waited till my anxiety was just bad and it was actually getting worse. Like, it was in the process of getting worse and the first time, the first appointment I had with my therapist, I wore all black because that is the way that my heart was feeling at the time. And also because... I just sobbed the entire appointment. Like, I laid it all out for him, and I just cried. And I hate crying. I really do. And it's not because I think it's a sign of weakness. I really don't. It's just that the minute I start crying, I cannot stop because I do not cry often. So, when I do, it's just an outpour. It's a waterfall. It's Niagara. I cannot stop. And I didn't want to waste my money. Obviously, therapy's fucking expensive, so I didn't want to waste my session on just sobbing. Like, I wanted to get down to it right away. Um, so I got what I could out, but I just cried. And I, and I'm also an ugly crier, so (laughs) I'm sure he really loved that. He really loved that. Anyways, um, it was embarrassing, but also I was just, I really needed to let that out. Um, and it's just part of the process. Um, he usually makes me cry during my appointments. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's a good thing because one of the issues that I've learned that I have is I have difficulty expressing emotion. Like I just have a lot of intimacy issues, privacy issues, a, a shitload of mommy and daddy issues. I got the whole fucking kitten caboodle. Like I'm struggling. So it's, you know, I'm always finding something to cry about. Some trauma that I went through you know, it just all piles up. And he's someone I feel comfortable crying in front of at this point because it happens so often. So, I guess that's a plus. But yeah, crying is good. Don't be afraid to do it. It it helps. It can be embarrassing, but it helps. But yeah, essentially, it just came to a point that I actually had to do something where I thought, I'm literally never going to make it through this. Um, And I was actually supposed to fly to North Carolina, like, the day before I had or the day after my therapy appointment. And I went to my therapist and I was like, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm good. And then I went out with my friends shopping for the trip the night before. And I was feeling good, feeling better. And then the day of, literally like five hours before a flight, I was like, I cannot do it. I cannot bring myself to go. I'm just too much in a fucking mental struggle. There was just no way it was happening for me. So that was really tough because I really obviously wanted to go. I wanted to be with my friends, but I do think it was the best choice for me mentally because I was just not in the position to go and it wouldn't have been fun for anyone if I was just in a fucking gloomy mood. So yeah, glad I didn't do that, (laughs) but it kind of sucked, um, not being able to go. Um, I will say, and I think a lot of people feel this way, I love how there's just less stigma now around mental illness and specifically around going to therapy. Because now I feel like everyone's seeing a fucking therapist. Like, everyone has a therapist. Everyone's seeing a psychiatrist. Everyone's getting help. And I honestly think that could be from obviously COVID. COVID really put a damper on everyone's lives, I'm pretty sure. Um, whether it be through relationships or being, staying at home and, you know, various other things that happened. Um, so there's just been a total spike in people wanting to get help, which also thanks a lot because it took me fucking forever to find a therapy appointment and a psychiatrist appointment. I was like, fuck, everyone's taking them. But, I mean, good for you all, I guess. (laughs) I'm just selfish. I was like, fuck, this sucks. But yeah, so I feel like everyone's getting it now and that's really comforting because now it's just not so stigmatizing. It's not embarrassing to say like, hey, I go to therapy or hey, I see a therapist. In fact, I'm more, i more connect with people who do see therapists just because I'm like, you're getting an objective opinion on your life and you're working on yourself and self-improvement is such an attractive trait for anyone I don't just mean that romantically it's just it's very alluring and so I do like that people are really making an effort to better themselves and to get help with their mental health because it's a fucking struggle out there okay it's brutal out there thank you olivia rodrigo um yeah in fact there's just there's even just a lot of encouragement to go to therapy like um i have almost all of my friends are in therapy um and, you know, I will say it's very expensive, and I'll kind of talk about that later, but I, I really love that people are going, people are being encouraged to go, and it's not a to see one. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, so I, I do love that. Um, there's definitely still cultural differences, I think, which really sucks about therapy, Um, or getting therapy is what I should say. There's just some cultural barriers for a lot of people, which is why they don't see therapists. I've noticed that a lot, not a lot, I would say, but I guess some cultures really are not accepting or believing in mental illnesses, or they think it can be fixed some other way um, rather than through therapy. Um, One of my best friends can't get therapy just because it would show up on their parents' insurance, which is a fucking HIPAA violation anyways. Um so yeah, I think that kind of sucks um just because I know a lot of people do struggle and the fact that you're being held back in those various ways can be very damaging to your mental health. So, I'm really hoping that as this destigmatization continues, that will be one of the main target points because it is so important for everyone and anyone to get help. Um, and to get rid of those barriers or at least lessen them so that they're it's available to everyone and that it's an equitable service in my opinion. And like I mentioned earlier, oh my gosh, my voice just cracked. <laughs> that was gross. Um, therapy can be extremely expensive. In fact, it definitely is expensive. It's not even they can be like it is. I use my parents' health insurance because it's good. It covers it. Um, But I can only use that till I'm 26 and I turned 23 this year. So the date is looming ever closer. And I know I have health insurance through my job, but I don't know if it covers therapy. So that's going to be a rude awakening in the next few years, especially as I get used to it. Um, but I'm hoping to stay on it for as long as I can because I am a moocher in that sense. Like, if you're anything like me, with it's whether it's your car or your phone bill, you tend to still hang on to your parents at least until the last kid is gone officially. So, I'm just, I'm really trying to stay on as long as I can by the very, like, edge of my nails or whatever the saying is. Um but I'm I recognize that I'm very fortunate and privileged in a sense to be able to go to therapy and for it to be covered by health insurance. Cuz I know that that's not a conceivable option for everyone. In fact, it's not a conceivable option for most people. <laughs> I did see a funny tweet, though. It was like, what if your car... Like, just imagine if your car got, card got declined at therapy, and as a punishment, they, like, bring in your ex or something. <laughs> like, something to just trigger the fuck out of you to make you want to pay up. I thought that was so funny, and I, I just thought it was hilarious. Um, but I will say to anyone who wants to get therapy and maybe can't get therapy... Um, I will say that what helped me is that usually at most colleges, um, I would private you should, but public you definitely do, um, you get a certain amount of free sessions with your counseling office at your college typically, so I would highly recommend to utilize those. I never did, and I probably could have used it at some point. I know that my roommate did, um, however, I don't think it did much help for her because um Well, she was just honestly just on a different one, but I would definitely recommend utilizing those. I will say I've had heard like a few stories of they just don't really care and they're really not going to help you and they'll or they only help you until you start paying and it's like, that's so shitty. Like of all the money that goes to specifically public schools too, it's like you would think instead of putting that money all into sports programs or random new buildings that you don't really need and putting them to something that could use a lot of updating, that would be very beneficial to your very depressed student population. That's all I have to say. I mean, I could talk about that for hours, about the lack of mental health consideration in all schools, but we'll save that for a different day. But I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. And then, obviously, like, look into what your job offers. Um, look into your health insurance plan. See if it's covered. If it is, look around. That's, um, I did that at first. And then, um, obviously, if you can stay on your parents' insurance and if they do cover it, you mooch off that for as long as you fucking can because <laughs> that that does help. And then, you know, I just want to recognize that ultimately I pre- I know that there are various barriers to access therapy, and I am very lucky to have been able to overcome a lot of those barriers. But again, look into what's around you. Um, I know that people say, like, Better Health or BetterHelp is helpful and affordable, but, you know, there there are options, and um, it's just something that you definitely have to look into for sure. Um, but I will say, in a weird way, therapy was actually perfect for me or it turned out perfect for me in the sense that it's super easy for me to spill my guts out and just blabber on and on about my life or what's going on in other people's lives, mostly because I'm a nosy bitch and also because I just have a scatterbrain and that's, I blame me being a Gemini, which probably sounds stupid and probably is stupid, but I do blame my astrological sign for this because I have racing thoughts All of the time, constantly. So I always have something or another to talk about. Um, So I could just, I really could sit and talk to my therapist for hours, but luckily he limits that to an hour session. (laughs) But yeah, so it's just easy for me to talk and talk and talk and talk. And I think that's easy for a therapist because the more you open up, the less they have to dig and the less they have to assume. So I really suggest, even if you're not good at it, even if it doesn't come naturally to you, really, really try and challenge yourself to just talk. Let it all come out. Don't be, don't work around it because there's no shame in therapy. Like, literally none at all. No one is judging you. They've seen the worst of the worst and you're definitely not one of those. You just have to let yourself go in those sessions because that's how you're going to get the most out of it. Is the more vulnerable you are. So, if you can't talk about your feelings or the way, or the things that have happened to you, you may be at a loss in your sessions because you're not truly coping with what's hurting you, and that's just crucial. Um, I will say, I'm currently a therapist for not being able to like express my feelings appropriately or like at all f- for a ma- for a matter. So it's just you know sometimes you just need someone to get that out of you, of course, but definitely challenge yourself to bring it out yourself because your story can really only be told by you and the way that you experience things and you shouldn't leave that up for assumption it can, it can actually be dangerous to leave things up for assumption so that's what i would recommend um it's just hard i get it when i actually have to delve like deep into my feelings deep into my moral core it that that is very difficult um, I'm someone who really pushes away, and by really, I mean really pushes away negative feelings. I'm just an internal optimist for the most part, so I, I try not to face, like, my deep, dark thoughts or fears or anything like that, um, or just any negative feelings. Um, but when I do get those feelings, it's not like I'm just looking at it and be like, okay, it's going to be fine. I typically tend to bottle things up and then I have an emotional explosion like every three months, which is extremely unhealthy. But again, if you know me, you know that that's true. Like I, re- I really don't complain. And then three months later, it's just, again, the Niagara Falls of it all just explodes. And that usually happens again on like a two to three month recurring cycle. And I also have a very... I have a life full of excessive trauma and it's like, I'll never forget the second appointment I had with my therapist, we were talking about acknowledging that trauma and acknowledging that pain because that's the only way we're going to cope with it. And (laughs) he told me like something, something of the nature, like, oh my gosh, what was it? Oh my God. Okay. This is what he said. He told me that I needed to stop suppressing my emotions, and then I literally laughed out loud and then immediately started crying. (laughs) It was such a paradox. I almost couldn't believe it was happening. And I think that's when he realized deep down, he was like, this bitch has some very intense problems that could really use some help. And he, that day, he gave me an assignment. He was like, I think you should cry more. Like, when you're confronted with things that are frustrating or make you upset. Like, you should just let your feelings out and cry. And so, he basically gave me an assignment to cry more and that made me want to scream because I just, I hate crying so much with such a passion because of how truly awful and horrible it makes me feel. So, yeah, I was disappointed with that assignment, but essentially, um, he, he, yeah that assignment. I'm still working on it as we speak, to be quite honest with you. It was funny, though. It was really funny and ironic. Um, What what else was I talking? But basically, and I he's recognized this, and I think most people actually recognize this when they know me, is I use humor as a coping mechanism. It's just something that makes me feel better. A lot of people say that's unhealthy, and I actually don't think it's unhealthy at all. I think coping mechanisms are coping mechanisms, and if it makes you feel better, then, I mean, as long as it's not murder or cannibalism or anything atrocious or heinous then why not just laugh? Like, I just don't see the problem in it. A lot of people see it as avoidance, which, yeah, occasionally it is. Like, fuck off. But also, like, it makes me feel better. That's the only way to handle and acknowledge what I've been through is just by laughing at the craziness of it all. Because I'm like, wow, this really all happened to me. And it, I'm just overloaded with it. The only thing I can do is laugh to be quite honest with you. So yeah, I have I hold n- I have nothing against laughing and I have nothing against self deprecating jokes. I think they're hilarious. Um, unfortunately, I am a person that does make suicidal jokes and I make suicidal jokes often. I know that that's horrible, and I really need to stop doing it because I really don't actually have suicidal ideations. So I need to stop, but it's also part of my like dark humor. And so I'm not sure if I can get rid of it that easily, but I'm gonna try. But like I said earlier, there's just no shame in therapy. In fact, that's the beauty of therapy, is that it is a completely judgment free zone. You're completely able to let it all out because it really is a safe space and it's supposed to be a safe space. Um Yeah, I don't know. I just I love that about it. And that's to really get the most out of your sessions because it's too expensive not to get the most out of your sessions. You just really need to be vulnerable and let it out and have no shame in it, just like I said. And again, you don't need to have any immense trauma or this crazy event to happen to you to go to therapy. Um, Everyone can look at therapy and everyone can look okay on paper, but you may not be okay. And that is, and again, that's okay. And seeing someone is okay. There's just, there's nothing wrong with it. And again, you don't have to have something wrong with you to go like at all. Um, I have heard though, that it can take a while to find the right therapist because maybe you don't connect with them. Maybe you just don't like them. Maybe you don't like their mannerisms. It can be a number of things. So, I've heard that some people just have to go through a lot of therapists before they find the perfect fit. And I'm sure that that can probably be extremely discouraging and having to... T- talk and spend money like multiple times because you really do have to like your therapist's approach because every therapist is different and everyone does things differently for the most part, besides like the basic ethical standards that they have to follow. So, if you don't like their approach, there is someone out there whose approach that you will like. So, you just, it's a kind of a trial and error process. I got really lucky, but again, I'm, I'm planning on moving in my near future. So, I'm going to have to find another therapist and that's going to, that's going to suck. Because again, every therapist is different, but I will say that there is absolutely no shortage of therapists. So, even if you have to keep looking, theres it's not like you're running out of options because you're not. Um, but really just find that one person that you feel comfortable with. I personally prefer someone who's completely honest with me, and I think that's why I chose to go with a male. Not that I thought that a female wouldn't be honest with me, but I really wanted some type of harshness, not like a drill sergeant or anything, but I wanted real complete honesty and someone who really pushes me to acknowledge my negative behaviors or coping mechanisms or whatever. And I I found one right off the bat. So I got lucky, but don't get don't get discouraged by it at all. Um I will say that some sessions can be pretty like mentally, if not even physically exhausting after covering certain like, very tough subjects. I will say I've come out of therapy feeling, like, even worse than before, but then I have, you know, I start feeling better, and that's because I acknowledge something that maybe I was avoiding, or something I didn't really really want to talk about, or something I thought I got over, but didn't. It's, like, a whole thing. So, those can be really tough, because then I just feel tired, and, um, but it's good. It's good at the end of the day, because I know that I'm getting better by acknowledging those. So, yeah. I will say that after that, you may need some time to recuperate afterwards. I definitely do. So, what I do is I typically do some self-indulgent behavior like, buy some coffee. I'll drive the long way to go to Dutch Bros. I don't care. Um, After reliving trauma, I just think it's important to do something for yourself because it can be really difficult to face and to deal with. So, treat yourself is what I say. Um... Overall, though, I do think it's best to go to therapy, obviously, before you hit rock bottom. I obviously didn't follow that advice, um, but at that point, I was just desperate for coping mechanisms, and having an older male as a therapist has been really comforting, almost like a father figure to me, which I lack in a lot of ways, so haven't that, that has been really helpful for me personally. I know not everyone has that experience. Um, but I had a crazy past whirlwind year, um, with my relationships ending, two relationships ending. I graduated from college. I was job searching. Um, but I'm just glad I got the fuck over myself and just went to therapy because it has really truly changed my life and is continuing to do so. So do not wait till the rock bottom because I did that. And Therapy, again, like I said, is already proving to be really helpful to me, even though I only go for a one-hour session per week. It really seems minimal, but it has not only increased my productivity, but it gives me things to work on, to self-improve on, which is great. And it's really strengthened my communication skills with other people, um, particularly with significant others. Like It's just improved the way that I talk, the way I vocalize my needs, all that stuff, and then again, it's just healing like a lot of hurt that I didn't even know that I had or thought I had already resolved, and that has been monumental for me in making progress because I have had a lot of hurt that I just have been avoiding, and I'm sure you guys do too. Overall, though, therapy is obviously not a magical fix, and it really truly only works if you want it to, and if you're vulnerable, like I've said a million times, it does take a lot of commitment, does mean that you're probably going to be uncomfortable sometimes um, and it can be frustrating that there's not the perfect answers or that you can't be quote-unquote fixed immediately um, and changes may seem super unnoticeable at first because I do think that therapy is a slow process because it because it requires a lot of time and effort before you start noticing any progress and sometimes you have to feel worse to get better as I said but again self-indulge. Ultimately, I would recommend therapy to, e- to everyone and anyone who's dedicated to self-improvement, especially with the mental health crisis that's come out of COVID. Um, Just go. Just fucking go. However, I have to admit, I do still think retail therapy is the best. Um, No joke, it cures a ton of my depression just by, like, getting packages. I get so elated by it. Um, But even then, still go see a therapist. Do not spend your money on random shit you don't need. And you can even talk about that in therapy. Maybe retail therapy is why you need to go to therapy. Who knows? Maybe I should talk to my therapist about that. Maybe I won't though. Anyways, I hope this wasn't too like mushy mushy for you guys. I just wanted to share like my personal experience with therapy and hopefully encourage some of you along the way that there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. And in fact, it can be crucial to like you advancing as a person because you never know what you need to fix until you're coming from until it's coming from a completely objective non-biased person who has experience in helping people so i don't know but anyways there will be an episode next thursday i'm not gonna say i promise because clearly that hasn't worked for me in the past but there is a very good chance that there will be an episode next week i prom. oh my god i almost said it guys, I almost said it. I'm sorry. Uh, again, high, high chance. It's very likely, but now I really got to go to bed or else I really think I am going to die and then I'll never be able to record. So with all that being said, get your fucking asses to therapy, talk your shit out, and make yourself the best you can be. Okay. With that said, it's Ginger Spice and everything nice. I love you all. Bye.